And we're live. It's Skip Clark, Skip Happens, Deb Lamphere, the founder and president of the Country Music Fan Club. And there she is, the lovely, the talented. Y'all say hi to Hannah Bell. Hello, Hannah. Hi there. Hey, How are y'all? Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here on Skip Happens. <laughs> well, Skip Happens. <laughs> and I love the y'all, by the way. I love that. I love that. When it's just, you know, that's y'all. It's a good, it's a good thing. Yeah, of course. We, uh, I don't know how to say anything else. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard your you got- here, so I love it. Oh, I think she might have froze up again. Uh, but uh, Hannah, can you hear me? There you are. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, I hate internet. It's a wonderful blessing and a curse. I know. Where, describe where you are in your surroundings right now. Okay, so I am in my studio, Love it. which also acts as a workout studio, music studio, Love it. and bedroom to my two dogs. <laughs> All right. What kind of dogs y'all got? I have a Yorkie and a Shorky. So as you can tell, I'm a big fan of the Orkies. I, um, I love my two little dogs. Yeah. So they are like my best friends. <laughs> and their names? What are their names? So my Yorkie, his Yorkie name is Wicket. And Wicket is named after the little Ewoks on Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Remember the one with the orange thing? His name was Wicket. Um, <laughs> he looks just like him. And then my um, Shorkie, her name is Tink. I really don't know where that came from. Tink. She's just a, little, just a little Tink. She's a little bitty old thing. She's just cute. It's Tink. It's little. It's tiny. Yeah, it's so a little it's Tink. Cute. I got, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Hannah Bell is a recording artist, a Nashville recording mm-hmm. artist. She has a song on the radio right now called Bridesmaid. And uh, let's talk about your background a little bit. Uh, you know, how did you get to where you are today? I guess you're from a, a family that's full of musicians. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Um, on both sides of my family, I always say that it runs in our DNA because you just can't Beat the music gene. No matter how hard you try, it's going to be there. Um, My dad grew up playing music. He was in a band all throughout his life. Um, But of course, uh, my family has just been musical from my great aunts and uncles. They even say we run back to the lines of Mickey Gilly. So (laughs) it's just a musical family. And I grew up, my dad's a Baptist preacher mm-hmm. and he um, always had a stage for us to sing on. We kind of started a little family band when I was about five. I don't know, somewhere okay. along in there. Okay. I played a little red tambourine. I still have that thing and sang my little heart out. Brother and sister were in the band and my dad and mom sat in the audience and smiled at us, but she wasn't smiling. We knew we were terrible. <laughs> it's been going on for a while. There was those magic signals without the words. So exactly. Can- <laughs> she still does that today. <laughs> I'm not smiling. You got some explaining to do. That's exactly right. She exactly. knows best for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us a little bit more about the band and all. Did you? Was it? Uh, were you like a wedding band or just a party band or you know? Or was it a more of a gospel thing? It was more of a gospel thing. You know, we sang at churches. We sang at um, fish fries. <laughs> you know, all those kinds of things yeah. to where it um, it evolved, though. I kind of stuck to it. My brother, he's a, a good bit older than me. My sister is, too. I kind of stuck to it, and they kind of, you know, grew up and faded away, and I just kept on singing and singing and singing to where it evolved to where I was singing 
um, at school events and things like that, even on to where I got my own band, started writing music and, you know, tried to cash in my ticket to the old Nashville dream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, where did you say you were again? Are you in Nashville or no? I'm sorry. I might've missed that. I'm not. I, I just told you I was in my studio. I failed to give you geographic location. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you want to pinpoint me. Longitude, latitude. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am in uh, South Louisiana right now. I'm looking for the red dot on the Google map. Yeah, find me. Zoom in. Um, but yeah, I live in Covington, Louisiana, which is right across Lake Pontchartrain from New Orleans. Um, but I grew up in South Mississippi. People in Louisiana all the time were like, where are you from? <laughs> oh, not here. <laughs> you, know, you really don't have that strong of an accent for being, I'm, you know, for being where you're from. I'm putting on for you, Skip. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in Syracuse and I'm going, y'all. Uh, there you go. I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> Already. That's, that's a good thing. You got a great song on the radio right now. It's Bridesmaid. And uh, by the way, if you're viewing this and uh, you do listen to The Wolf, you're going to hear that song played uh, periodically throughout the day, which is pretty cool. And uh, one thing, uh, you know, not only with Skip Happens, but with The Wolf here in Syracuse, we, we really like to put the emphasis on the the newer and the up and coming artist like yourself. I know you've been doing music for quite some time, but once you get a song on the radio and you need to be heard and we do the podcast so you get seen, it's just, it's pretty awesome. So. Yeah. And it, it means a whole bunch to people like myself that you guys support musicians like us, because we know that you could be playing that new number one hit, which I know you are that bluebird by Miranda Lambert, but you're, you're playing me along with it. And that makes us feel really special and really helps us get our foot in the door. So we appreciate that. You've been really looking at the chart. I see. I, yes. I looked at the chart today and saw that uh, like bluebird was like, way up there though. yes it is and well deserved i love that song you know it, the thing is you talk about that but the, you know that was on the radio a while and nothing happens overnight it, it slowly goes up the chart yeah and even for you as an independent artist you're starting to go up that chart i mean you got a lot of the well-established artists but still you're you're on that same chart so that's that's pretty cool it is pretty neat when you look on the, the music road chart or anything else and you see your name, just a few names below Dirks Bentley or yes. Well, of course he's probably higher up there, but you know what I mean? It's neat to be able to say, Hey, I, I'm up there with them. Um, and hoping that I will continue. Speaking of dogs, do you hear them in the background? You know, this is what a podcast is all about. This is why I call it skip happens because that's exactly right. It's mm -hmm. real life because I have mm -hmm. a dog. Deb's got a dog. You never know what you're going to, here you never know what you're gonna mm -hmm. do. I mean, I'm in my studio just like you and Deb is in her living room, but <laughs> yeah. I think somebody's at my door. I don't know if they're trying to sell me something or what. My husband's trying to take care of it, but who knows what's there going on go. out there? Yeah, <laughs> That's ring doorbells, ringing doorbells, knocking on doors. I'm sure he's probably like, Y'all be quiet. My wife's on the radio in there. <laughs> They're not. Oh, they're listening. I think they they, they listened to him. I they did. I can see them through the door there. They're like, uh oh, we were going to get in trouble. Uh oh. Sorry about that, y'all. That's real life, like you said. Right. Yep, something's going to happen. You'd be surprised what we what we encounter on this podcast, right? <laughs> hey, I love it. This um this whole you know 
stay at home business. I'm sorry, I talk with my hands a lot and I'm just, okay. it's all over the place. But it has really made these types of things really neat because yeah, you do get to see the inside of my home. I've been doing Facebook live events, other things with different radio stations and it's right here from home. You don't know it, but I got my workout pants on. Who was that? Wasn't there a, um, there was a reporter that got caught like he was in his shorts uh, oh yeah, he did the uh, he did his story, and then they the camera panned back or whatever. And oh gosh, he was, he was just like in his boxers or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not? They just see you from here up. So mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot a lot of people are doing that. I think uh, Kelly Ripper one day she put her leg up. She goes, "See, I'm in my pajamas underneath." <laughs> so, That's nice. That's the way to go, right there. You know, this so. is you know, I call it the new reality. With everything mm -hmm. that we're doing, this is, you know, this is not going to end anytime soon. I know people will argue with me and they say it's got to go back to normal. But you know what? This is the new reality. Yep. And uh, you know, that I'm doing OK. I know Deb's doing OK, but it's the artists like you that need to get out there. It's yeah. Doing what you do that need to go out and be in front of these fans. However, what we're doing here is just another way of doing that. But still, it's still not the same as if you were on that big stage and or doing a show somewhere and being able to connect with, you know, your fans and maybe yeah. even make a new fan at the same time. You just don't have that. It's it's hard to do. It's hard. To it do. is. It is hard. Um, we had over 20 gigs that had to be canceled and, you know, we're still canceling gigs right now for things that we thought might go on in the fall. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was hard, but, to be honest, I think that I have really gained a lot more fan engagement through this virtual way. I've made fans from people that I never would have gotten to be in front of on a stage, mm -hmm. people across in, in Europe and different places like that, that are seeing these types of things right here. So I can't say that it has been a total washout. In fact, it's kind of been a blessing in disguise because. True. True. I have to. I, it's right here. So it's really been cool. Oh, there you go. I thought I lost you for a minute, but you're there. You kind of. Oh, man. Up. You know what happens when you freeze up? It's usually like this face with your mouth is open and one eye. You know, it's like it's always a weird look when you freeze up. The you know, worst. If my if my picture freezes up, it's like some oh. guy behind a camera. <laughs> like, what is that? But, Both yeah. of us have had some pretty nasty freeze pictures. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, know. I'll just keep smiling just in case. There, there you go. go. There you go. I love that. You know, you're right, though. And I think Deb and I would agree this quarantine, of course, everything that's been going on with the COVID and all, it, it is bad. But then again, mm -hmm we've learned a lot from it and there is a good side to it where we've learned to do things that we never would have imagined. We would never have thought of doing some of the things that we're doing now because, because of the COVID. Yep. So, You're so right. You know, I would like to get back out there, but Hey, we got to do what we got to do. Yeah. To get everybody safe. You know, yeah. are you guys um, like, uh, are you still shelter in place or can you get out? You wear your mask. What, what's that like? Yeah. Guys there. So it's um, what they call phase two, where they are allowing people to go out, um, but you are having a mask on. A lot of the stores aren't letting you go in unless you have a mask on. With restaurants, they're doing the 50% capacity, a lot of outdoor seating and things like that. But um, I don't know. It, it hasn't been the best for us here in Louisiana. It seems that that's not working or people are going into the store and the employee stops them and says, Hey, we'd like for you to put your mask on. And they're like, Oh, thanks for telling me. And they just keep walking. Right. Right. Or they push back or they you know, somebody gets in angry. my, yep. 
my side job, I, I'm an educator. <laughs> what, are you a teacher? I am what I was a teacher, but I actually moved out of the classroom into a role that's called an instructional coach. Oh my gosh, my daughter yeah. does that. Oh wow! So she, I like work with the teachers. Is that what she does? Yeah, she works with the teachers. Uh, she became a reading specialist, and she moved yes. to the actual teaching side of things to a certain degree. And um, she's a little concerned now. She's in Newport News, Virginia. Yeah. Um, but uh, they were just told that everything's going to be virtual till at least November. So oh yeah. And she's got kids, and it's just it's a hard thing. I mean, to be in a she's going to have to teach with a whole different way of teaching mm. or, you know, connecting, however, whatever she's doing, but yeah. very similar to, to what you were doing. So, yeah, it's going to be difficult. Um, I'm actually supposed to go back to work tomorrow, um, oh. but school hasn't started yet and they're still making final decisions. They might push us back till after Labor Day. They might not. So I'm going in full blazing, trying to do whatever I can to help the teachers that I work with, but yeah. it's still kind of iffy. It is. Wow. We are in phase four, phase four, right, Deb? Yeah, we're in phase four here in New York. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Well, thank you. <laughs> we're, just, we're just not allowed to go anywhere, though. We're in phase four, but we're not allowed to leave our state because if we go anywhere, we have to quarantine for two weeks. So oh, yeah, yeah. That's 22. True. So we, um, we and if anybody comes visit us, they have to quarantine. Right. We vacation right. in the Outer Banks every September. Uh -huh. and I know it's crazy because it's hurricane season, but we always do it anyways. And um, now, <laughs> how many times did you get caught in a hurricane? We won't go down that road. <laughs> <laughs> in this house, uh, but uh, now vacation, we've got a you know, unless they lift it, uh, when we get back, I get 14 days of quarantine before I can go back to work. So, man, it's crazy, man, it is very crazy, but again. Yeah. We gotta do what we gotta do to get I'm us where we to. need to. I'm trying to keep a positive attitude, you know. Absolutely, absolutely, so. absolutely, and that's why we're doing this. We're we're looking at it from a different angle and being positive about what we're doing. Let's yeah. talk about your music and your songwriting. How often do you get together and and write with other artists or other songwriters, or how does all that work for you? I well, I've been writing songs since I was about um, twenty. I so about ten, eleven years now. Mm -hmm. um, that was not something that came easily to me at first. I sang everybody else's music for the longest time and I prayed and prayed and prayed that I could write songs. And I remember I was in college and I was a music minor and they had these little piano rooms that you could go and sit down and practice. Mm -hmm. And I went to one of those piano rooms and I sat down and I was playing and I could come up with tunes, but it was the words that was the hardest part for me. I sat down that day and words just started flowing and I wrote my first song. That was back in 2007, I believe. Okay. Um, and from then on, it became a passion and a love. And I kind of tag teamed with my sister. She's a few years older than me um, and she and I are very much alike. And I kind of tag teamed with her on my very first album and my dad as well helped write. But as far as writing with other artists, that's something that I've just dipped my toe off in. I um, write mostly with family, but I just started writing with others. Um, and it's only been two people. And that was very nervous. It was very nerve wracking. Why was cool. were you nervous? 
I don't because, get it. Maybe you didn't know them or how did you guys get together or why would you be nervous? Well, both of them, it was new to me. I, I knew of them. I don't know if you've ever heard of Grace Askew. She's from mm -hmm. Memphis, but I knew of her and she's film, filming a documentary and she wrote um, a song a day for two years. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh. Insane. She's really incredible. And she was doing a documentary and the um, videographer for the documentary was like, I think you need to write with her. Um, Y'all would do really well. And I was like, okay, I'll try it. So I drove to Memphis and he filmed us writing the song and we knocked it out in about 30 minutes. And it was incredible. It was like the first time I'd ever written with anyone else, but it was just so nerve wracking because um, songwriting to me, and you've heard this a million times, is super personal. And it is. Mm -hmm. It is just coming from your heart, coming from your soul. And since I had never done it with anybody before, I didn't want them to be like, oh, no, that's not how you do it. That's not how you write a song, you know, because I'd always gone about it my way or right. with my sister right. or with my dad, which I could be like, yeah, no, we don't need to do it that way. You know, <laughs> and so it was just new. It was just letting someone get to know you before you even really knew them. You know what I mean? Right. No, I get it. I get it. You're yeah. right. Very personal. And if you're going to write something, you know, yeah. They're going to find out a lot about you. And maybe it's like, you don't know what their thoughts are going to be when they hear it. So. Right. Because I'm very open to doing it again, though. I cool. are doing it more. I've done it twice yeah. since then. Yeah. And I, um, I enjoyed the process. It's just finding the right people. Yeah. Can you hear this? Oh, I can. I hear Steve Henson on that slide guitar. Yeah. I, I was going to mention the slide guitar. <laughs> but being br uh, bridesmaid, where did you write this? Huh, sitting right here in this room, actually, in this very room at the desk that this computer's sitting on. It's a true story, Skip. It's straight from the heart. <laughs> listen, listen to this. Listen, this is so good. Listen to just a quick little snippet of it. Here we go. Gotta love this. They say my day will come, but it can't happen soon enough. Hopefully, you can hear it okay. But you, you, you became a bride. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> How many bridesmaid dresses do you have hanging in the closet? It's, um, at least nine. <laughs> oh, isn't there a, what is that movie? 27, 27, 27 dresses. dresses. I feel like that girl or I did. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm saving it for one more. I'm only going to be in one more wedding. Uh, mm -hmm. One of my good friends, Mindy, whenever she gets married, I said, that's it. That's it for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's too, I would imagine. I know from a guy's point of view, when we have to go out and get taxes and all that, I mean, that adds up. Somebody asks you to be in a wedding. It's like, dude, I, I got to work some overtime. I'm it is. Do. Yes. But it's a huge honor. And I've loved being a bridesmaid. I've loved it. Every time that I've been a bridesmaid, uh, I have absolutely loved it. But before I was married, and before I even had a potential, I was like, <laughs> lucky suckers. <laughs> you know? And I just thought about that of, um, you know, when's, when will it be my turn? Oh, my goodness. Well, there they my go. My husband is being terrible at this whole keeping the dogs quiet thing. He's doing a good job. That's okay. <laughs> but anyway, well, back to what I was saying. Um, I sat there and thought several times, you know, 
when's it going to be my turn? What do I have to do to be this? And it was kind of the wrong mindset, honestly, because, you know, you don't want to rush into anything. But I just thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to write a song from the bridesmaid's point of view and just take some of those feelings? Because I wrote it after I was married. Um, take some of those feelings, put it down and just make it a fun kind of tongue in cheek song. That's all it really is. But I, I can see, you know, women singing along to that. I could see because I'm sure that's, I don't, obviously I don't really know. No, right. Right. And I say that, you know, just all these, you know, the, the gowns hanging in the closet and you've been in so many weddings yet you have never made it to be the bride. Yeah. Exactly. And um, that's kind of what I say when I do play it. I've only gotten a chance to play it live a few times <laughs> because I released it, you know, and then live show's gone. Um, but those few times I was like, guys, sorry, you might not relate to this one, but I know there's a whole bunch of girls out there that feel me on this. <laughs> I love it. I love I love the song. I think it's, you know, it. Um, we need more songs like that on the radio to, for the women. Yeah, real yeah. life. It's, it's a real life situation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It so, was my this, life. Uh, I found yeah. it. <laughs> it was not anymore. Now you have a whole new chapter with all new exciting thoughts that you'll be writing about. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so is this um uh you've done three albums already, right? So is this <laughs> part a new part of the fourth or is the fourth done? Where are you in that stage? I am in the smack dab middle of it. I actually recorded half of it in November, had plans to come back. Um, I, I record a lot of my stuff on school breaks. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I had plans to come back um, in February and was unable to make the trip then. And then mm -hmm. at the moment, we're probably going to release a couple of more singles um, before the album's actually out. Um, but we are halfway through because we've done two full lengths and then an EP. And I think we're going to go for another full length um, with this oh, one. Because we've, we've got seven, seven done so far. Mm -hmm. So oh, great. just a few more to make a full length album. Are you wow. recording there or are you heading out to Nashville to record? I don't, I might've missed that. I recorded Nashville um, at Funhouse Studios with Ernie Rao, mm -hmm. um, and he gets some of the best guys, like you heard Steve Henson's playing slide <laughs> guitar and steel, uh, Brent Mason's on the lead guitar, Mark Beckett on the drum. It's just ridiculous. Oh. Musical geniuses, <laughs> I tell you. When I hear so, a slide okay. guitar, the steel guitar, I just that just makes me melt. I just love that sound. Yeah, immediately in that bridesmaid tune, so. and a lot of my other songs have that too. It's just it's one of those things that I I too love. I love slide. I love steel, and so mm -hmm. majority of my music is going to have a heavy steel guitar, heavy slide in it as well. well I'll be listening to more of it then. Oh yeah, I'll have to send it to you. <laughs> How do your coworkers all feel, and it, have they adjusted to you being the star on the rise? And here you are working with them on a daily basis. They keep on saying, just remember me when, remember me when. It's so funny. Um, my principal at my school, she was like, I'm surprised you're back this year. I thought you would be, you know, off on the road. I was like, well, I'm just waiting on that phone call, you know. <laughs> How do you think would they uh, just, well, I guess the uh, ultimate decision would be yours. But if you get a chance to uh, go out and open up for somebody and it's during the school year or whatever, I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah, you're just hoping it. Yeah, okay, I got you. Oh, yeah. I would be like, peace out, y'all. Love you. But, you know, 
you know what's going on here and they know that and they want the best for me. And Absolutely. I promise you, I could probably go be on the road for 20 years. And if I wanted to retire and say, Hey, can I have my job back? If it was the same people, they'd let me because they are a hundred percent supportive of it. When I have shows around, they come out. That's awesome. That's awesome that they all get together for Kids that. in their classroom, my music videos. It's just, it's, they're very supportive. You got to love that. I mean, that's a big part of it right there. I mean, oh, yeah. having the support of your friends and I'm sure your husband and family, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, all that has to come together to what you want to do to make all that work. That, that all is, has to come together. So. Oh, without a doubt. And my family has been the most supportive. My dad, my mom, my sister, my brother, my mama. I mean, my goodness, they have been the most supportive. My mama calls me all the time. Hey, well, have you made it big yet? <laughs> I'm like, Mama, you'll be the first to know, I promise. But without them, I wouldn't be anywhere. And yeah. um, it, it, they they mean the world to me. They when do. Mama calls. When Mama calls next time, you say, yeah, because I was on Skip Happens. I'm going to tell her and she's going to freak out. <laughs> well, what Skip Happens? Well, it's a big deal, Mama. <laughs> that it is. That it is. And uh, hey. we're having a lot of fun doing what we do. What's that, Deb? No, I say what uh, I read that you were CMA's Emerging Artist of the Year for like how many years in a row? That's yeah. like a compliment. Whoop, 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 whoop. If you get anything with CMA attached to it, it's a it's pretty uh, uh, it's a pretty big deal. That and, is. Um, How do really they recognize you to do that? Today. So I know y'all know about CMA Fest that happens in the summer. Well, they have within the hall, I'm sure you've been in there, the Fanfare mm -hmm. X. Mm -hmm. And they only choose so many emerging artists to have a booth. You have to meet so many requirements and they have thousands of applicants. And they choose from those that apply as emerging artists to have a booth in Fanfare X. And um, I've been chosen for five years and then... Um, I, I couldn't go because of my dad's illness uh -huh. one year and then this year it didn't happen. <laughs> and so oh. um, it was kind of, it was a, a, a huge honor because you're right there. One year, my booth was back to back with Alan Jackson. So I was like, oh, peeking wow. through the curtain. Like, Alan? <laughs> yeah. Can I just hop over and join yeah. Alan for a few minutes? Yes. That have been and nice. You're like, Alan, you want to talk about this duet? I think, uh, you know, I got a song for you, Alan. Here you go. You'll love it. But um, it, it's really neat because, again, you get to meet so many people and they come and stand in line and you take pictures and you sign autographs. And they're like, I don't know you yet, but I'm going to know you someday. And in fact, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You can see Bob Lilliamstrom that I met Bob and his wife, Barb. What I can't even remember. He'll tell me. But. <laughs> at least five years ago at CMA Fest, and they've been huge supporters of my music ever since then. And that's where they met me, was there. And it, it, I've just made some really good friends and um, fans along the way. And it was all because of that being chosen as that CMA Emerging Artist. I know um, Deb spends a lot of time in Nashville and uh, CMA Fest. She's probably got, how many have you been to, Deb? Uh-oh, Deb froze. Uh, Deb! Yeah. I know. <laughs> we probably saw you at that uh, fanfare X at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, you probably did. So, Dad, how many uh, have you been to? Tw 21 of them in a row. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. You should get an award. They should recognize yeah. you. Yeah. 
I figured I, I, uh, I, uh, I I own a chair or a spot or something there. <laughs> but you know yes. what? We've been going for so long now. We have a whole group. We're up to about 50 people that we meet every year. And it's a big family reunion. So this year was kind of depressing. But, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> you can see me slotting some of these messages over. I, we're getting a lot of notes. Uh, of course, Jennifer, which we who we all know. And Bob says, hi, Hannah. And... Uh, Oh, we got uh, Brendan watching, David Shaw. Love David Shaw. Such a great guy. Um, do you know David? You must know David, right? I know of David. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. One of the best. One of the best. And uh, definitely just a, just a great guy. But uh, yeah, it's good stuff. So Deb has been doing this a lot with the fan club. Um, she spends a lot of time in Nashville uh, taking care of business as well mm -hmm. as enjoying a lot of the shows. And I'm pretty jealous mm -hmm. about that. Um, <laughs> you can do 21 in a row. I mean, <laughs> that's crazy. That but takes stamina. It does. It does. It does. And you know what's funny? We don't sleep when we're there, which I'm sure you know. Oh, yeah. We're working it. So, yes. um, and and uh, there's a kind of a joke in my family now. It's just that whenever I go down there, I mean, my son had said to me one time, he's like, mom, you're exhausting me. Like when I'm there, I'm just out and about, whether it be during CMA Fest or not, I feel like I just don't stop. I'm always finding something going on somehow. Mm -hmm. so, Ain't no tired like a CMA Fest tired, I tell you. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Do you have uh, some favorite places that you play when you're in Nashville at all? Uh, can you hear us there? The play is the yeah. listening. Oh, okay. Did y'all, did I skip? Okay. Yeah, Am you good? Your throat, yeah. your mouth was wide open. <laughs> um, it's not a good look for me. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Where have you I been? love the listening room. Um, it's mm -hmm. one of my favorite places to play. The sound in there is incredible. In fact, the last uh, CMA Fest, I had a fan club party at the listening room. It was really, really cool. And then one that a lot of people don't know about is in Midtown, and it's called The Row. And... Um, I call him my uncle Mike, but he books it. He books the artists there and it's really a cool place. And I love to go play the row every time I'm in town. So shout out to the Midtown Meltdown. Love it. <laughs> Are they in the downtown or outside of the downtown area? Just a little bit outside of the downtown area as you're coming up. It's Lyle Avenue is the street, but I couldn't tell you what that connects to. Mm -hmm. I'll check it out. And take a right. Take your second left at the light. I they have know. a delicious fried green tomato and pimento cheese sandwich. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you really like that, Skip. <laughs> Both of us were silent. Could you tell? <laughs> we're like, uh, okay. I'm very happy. <laughs> I don't care what you throw at me. I'll try it. So that sounds good, actually. Sounds really good. It so. is. It's a good. It's a good one. I promise. I wouldn't lead you astray when it comes to food. So you, you've. You put out an EP of maybe two albums now, did you say? or Yeah, I had two full-length albums and then one EP. Okay, very good. And now you've got a song on the radio. What what was that reaction when you first heard your song on the radio? Oh, man. Um, there's nothing like it. It's kind of like, uh, I, I don't guess deja vu is the way, but it's kind of like, wait, wait look let me look oh wait that's a radio station and then they can come on with a voice like your skip and that was annabelle with bridesmaid and you're like oh, that's me that's really me you know and so it's really neat it's really neat and then they come up behind you with another song of one of your favorite artists and you're just like that's cool this is cool 
Yeah. And then uh, they call it an RDS on the dashboard. That's what prints out. You know, you'll see it print out the radio station and then it would say Hannibal bridesmaids, you know, so it's like, that's gotta be just cool. Yes, know. it is. Um, fun fact, Skip, before I was an educator, I was actually a radio DJ and yeah. I went to school. I've got my bachelor's in mass media communication. No yeah. And so I worked for a classic country radio station in Faraday, Louisiana, <laughs> KWTG 104.7, the Gator. And I played on the my show. Just came out, by the way. Yes, indeed. I got one of those. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I love it. I played. My show was called Hannah Bell's Kicking Country. Okay. And it was majority 90s country. Because that's my and favorite. Yay. Garth, Michael Montgomery. Um, oh, yeah. You know, Alan. For sure. Early Keith. Oh, my gosh. Clay Walker. Yeah. I mean, you guys. Come on. Oh, let's, let's go with one that most people never throw out, but one of my favorites, Blackhawk. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. I don't know if you can see this or not. Oh, look at oh that. Oh, my gosh. No way. Right. This is then, so cool. Then, if I open it up, they gave this to me because I've, I've been doing this for a long a while. Look at this guitar that's in there. Oh, oh, tiny guitar. All three, you know, all three of the guys signed it and they sent it to me and it's sitting right here on the table. And you just mentioned Blackhawk. You must they have. Were, I loved them. My brother was really who got me into Blackhawk. Every um, in a while. Oh, gosh. So good. They're <laughs> just ridiculous. Uh, it's just ridiculous. I love Blackhawk. Um, I'm a huge 90s country fan. And so when I was on the radio, I played strictly 90s country on my show. And when I play in uh, front of people, it's my music and 90s country. That's my show. And so oh, I can't wait to come to a show now. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> Shania, you know, we got Faith Hill. I mean, Jody Messina, oh, yeah. Terry Clark. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> good stuff. Awesome. Definitely good stuff. Oh, yeah. Definitely good stuff. Would you ever do the radio thing again? I would. I would. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Uh, in fact, I still do radio commercials on the side as what? a side job. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Yep. Got yeah. In the studio, <laughs> also <laughs> doubles. <laughs> Wait, not doubles. That no, is the fourth no. thing that it does. You know, I, I, I'm sitting, this, I am in my, Deb, we, mm -hmm. she would come over here and we'd do the podcast all from my podcast studio. I have a, we call it the pod zone and it's all, I, you know, I didn't, spare anything this is all something i've always wanted to do and i kicked it off a year ago april i've also have a full voiceover studio deb has seen it it's on the other side of the room i do voiceovers i do commercial work i do all that on the side so it's really really i just i just love it yes and i was just gonna say it's really really cool but you know what a crutch is my wife says every time i do the podcast i say really really cool way too much so oh man i guess that's my crutch so. My crutch is I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. That's really, really cool. So. I, I, I get done singing a song and I'm on stage and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. And then the next song, appreciate it. I'm like, oh, stop, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, do you think your radio career helped you with what you're doing now? 100%. Um, it helped me. It was radio. When I was in college, like I said, it was mass media. And mm -hmm. so I did TV as well. Um, 
and we had MCTV. That was the college that I went to. It was Mississippi College. And so okay. we had a, you know, a set and we sat at the, the newsstand, read in the teleprompter. And I was one of the anchors for MCTV. And so, you know, I learned how to look directly into a camera, read off a teleprompter, hold yourself in front of people, mm -hmm. how to speak on a microphone, how to just answer interview questions, all of those types of things. Um, even though I didn't end up doing that as my full-time job, I um, released a single at a country radio years ago called Portunate. Okay. And I got to do the whole radio tour thing um, where I went to different radio stations, you know, three different stations in a day, right? And yep. I was like, man, I know now why God made me sign up for communications, even though I had no idea what communications meant when I declared it as a major. <laughs> I have another one for you. You've also been pre-trained for when one day you will be at the CMA Awards and you'll either be accepting an award um, or and or you will be presenting information. So you'll have to be at the mic, reading the teleprompter, maybe performing and then accepting an award. So it all will come full circle down the road. Just anymore. So I'm hoping that that phone call is going to be ringing sometime soon. Annabelle, come host the awards. Yeah, I'll be there. Give it some time. Give it some time. Definitely. But it was definitely um, meant to be. It has helped in incredible ways. I mean, it just like just like you said, you can get in front of a mic. And that's scary sometimes, but I've learned to not let the microphone scare me. Uh, it helps with stage presence, communicating with the audience, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. It, it was definitely a meant, a meant to be. No coincidences, that's for sure. You know, in the early days of radio, one of the things we were told, and I even tell my people now that if just put a stuffed animal in front of you or when you're in the studio or a picture of your best friend and have that conversation. Yeah. You know? You know? So I just, you gotta do. I sit here and just kind of look at my gnome. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. I have a llama up here. <laughs> yeah. so we just have a conversation. Does talk back. It listens to me and it's all good. That's all you gotta do. Pretend okay. that your best friends are all out there. Yeah. Are the dogs okay? I, 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 I know. I'm just kind of iffy. I'm looking over here. I hear things going on out there. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who knows? It could we could have another blow up soon. So, how often do you do like your Facebook shows, and uh, you get online and do uh, maybe a station takeover or Facebook takeover? How often do you do those? I've been doing at least one a week recently. Nice. Um, I have I do my own Facebook show every other week, and in between that, I've been doing um, a lot of takeovers with different radio stations or different just Facebook pages. Um, but I do hanging with Hannah every mm -hmm. other Thursday. And I usually make it themed uh, around something like we mm -hmm, mm -hmm. songs about summer, songs about home. Still thinking about that next theme that I haven't decided on it yet, oh. but it'll be, is it this Thursday? That's yes, good. this Thursday. Right. That's good because what Deb does with her, she's got a whole list uh, with the country music fan club is she usually puts a link up there. If you want to, you know, because you've been a guest on our podcast, <laughs> That, you know, hey, you want to hear more. So. I would love that. Yeah. And it's just like this. Mm -hmm. I set my little thing up and I sit here and I play and I talk to the people, um, answer and the, the questions. And the doorbell rings and the dog doorbell, doorbell rings. UPS man comes, you know, <laughs> <laughs> delivering my millionth Amazon package. Yeah. It's just it's real so life. When, when you get a chance, like the Country Music Fan Club 
Facebook page and we'll um, go ahead and you know like you back or whatever this terminology is this way we can, as soon as we know you're going to be doing something or when you get live or whatever we can get that information out because our viewers one of the things they love is getting to know some new artists that they may not be introduced to otherwise yes so this is a great opportunity for some new fan engagement I would love that and I think I'm I'm scheduled to do when it was gonna be last Thursday but internet was not good um, and mm -hmm. so I'm doing a follow-up this Thursday okay. for hanging with Hannah Hanging with Anna, I love That's it. Great. You know, love I can say that, um, you know, of course, being a radio guy, and I'm sure you can relate, but there's there's some people where you you try to talk to, and it's just like pulling teeth sometimes. Oh, yeah. I'm sitting here having a conversation with you like you're my best friend. <laughs> Yay! Your personality, no, your personality is coming right out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you have it in your music. You have it as a person. I mean, you've got the complete package. Oh, man, you're making me blush. I know. I can tell. <laughs> no. All the cheeks red. Look at that. But um, it's just you, you've, you're making this really easy for Deb and I. There's some that, uh, you know, we don't we didn't know you till we spoke with you tonight. I mean, mm -hmm. a couple of emails or texts. But other than that, really not much. And you've made this so easy. And I'm sure you're like this in front of uh, listeners or when you do a show. And, and so you're drawing them in. Your personality does that. And uh, uh, my dad will say, I done told you that now, Hannah. <laughs> I say, Dad, but you're biased. But now Skip told me. So I, I guess I believe him now. <laughs> yes, you should. You should because you've got you've got the complete package. Thank and you. Single being on the radio, I can see that uh, going up the charts. And uh, don't look back. Just keep looking ahead. Everything that you do, you know, mu music wise, because you've got the talent. And here again, as we uh, we mentioned early on, uh, we talk to a lot of artists and a lot of new artists and um, you just, you need to be heard. You need to be seen. And it just seems like everybody we've talked to, it's so good. And it's, mm -hmm. there's so many of you out there that are so good that need to get out there instead of the usual same five or six. And mm -hmm. all due respect, I'm just saying though, there's a lot more to it. There's a lot more to it. And I think it's starting to come around. Mm -hmm. so, you know, a lot of talent out there. You're saying, and mm -hmm. I, I think I froze up just a second. You like, did. Your mouth was open again. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I agree 100%. I've got so many friends that are in the music industry that they write music and they play, and I'm just in all of them. And I'm like, how in the world is this song? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a million times better than 10 other songs that are out there. Right. Um, and so I appreciate what you're saying there uh, about how good it is. And again, thank you for doing this for us. There's not a lot that do this for us. So thank you. Well, we would do it. You know, it's just, we just started doing it as um, just as a, just because I have a lot of friends in the record industry and mm -hmm. a lot of promoters, for example, Jennifer and, and people like that. And it just, it's all clicked and knowing Deb, we've become best friends and um, it just, we just have a ball doing it. And we know, we know what you need, I think, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, especially during this time, which we mentioned a few minutes ago. So exactly. Yeah. And y'all are doing your part in right. that. Here we go. I appreciate you. <laughs> no, I, and that's really, really cool. Uh, yes. <laughs> My wife's gonna kill me. She's probably <laughs> yeah, really, really. Cool. You know what? I'm gonna keep a ticky. Oh, you're gonna keep a cheat. I next time we get on, or the next couple times, I'm just gonna keep a tick sheet on how many times you say that. We'll see how 
Let's see how you're really doing. That's a way to break a habit. I remember taking speech class when I was in college and every uh, mm, mm -hmm. or like mm -hmm. she counted all four. Mm -hmm. And you knew, I was like, oh my goodness, yep. better stop that. Thing, it helped me out a lot. You know, I'm in the studio every day. I do an afternoon shift uh, and I don't do any of that on air. Yeah. But when I get on this, you know, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but. It's, it's really cool. That's what it is. Can we, uh, can I ask a personal question? For sure. Okay. Tell us about your husband. What do oh, you do? My hard working hubby. Um, yeah. I'm really proud of him because just recently he got a promotion in his job. His name is Hunter and um, he works in construction. He was an HVAC and worked his way up and he is now a project manager for the construction wow. company. Very so he's not sweating in the Louisiana heat anymore on top of all the buildings in New Orleans. He gets to wear his khakis and his shirt and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. Good for him. And I take it there's no no kids in the marriage yet. How long have you been married? We've been married for four years. Oh, that's not long. Okay. No, we have two kids. Their names are Wicked and Tink. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's enough for right now, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it is plenty. We love our little doggies to death. I call my my little Tink my little, my little Tink baby because that's what she is. <laughs> Aww. I love it. How old did you say the dogs were? Wicket's older. He's nine. And Tink is just a little over a year. Um, I call Wicket a rescue because I rescued him from my brother. <laughs> he had three young kids all like boom, wow. boom, boom. And yeah. poor Wicket was not yeah. doing well there. Right. <laughs> crazy. Got lost in the shuffle. <laughs> he did. So he's now spoiled rotten and loves his Aww. mom and dad. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, what do you do for fun? Do you get out? Do you, um, well, now right, I, I realize we're in quarantine, but uh, do you like to go to sporting events? Do you hunt? Do you fish? Do you go hiking? Do you ride a bike? What do you guys do? It's like you know me. Um, <laughs> I love the water. I am a water person. And okay. anytime that we can, we're on the boat. It, it, rather, it's just, if we're just driving down the river to the lake, swimming, whatever, I do love to fish. Mm -hmm. um, I like to go hunting, but I'm not much on the killing part. And so <laughs> I like I like to eat the meat, but I don't like to do the killing. Um, but I love to spend time with my family. Mm -hmm. I love to read. That's been one of my things that I've been doing a lot um, here in quarantine is reading. I've read over like 15 books so far in 2020. Okay. Um, but number one, mm -hmm. I might be on that water on my boat. It's a good day. Yeah. Water ski? No, not a water skier. <laughs> you would be you would be seeing something crazy. I'm not even a water tuber. I just like to be on the boat and ride. Yep. Soak up the sun. <laughs> exactly. Enjoy the ride. Exactly. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. That's cool. What do you drive? I drive a Toyota Highlander white. Cool. And no. on the back, it has a bumper sticker that says 0.0, .0 I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just wonderful. I love my car. Little, little sticky dogs. You know, the, the stick, you know how they have stick people, but now they also have the dogs on the back window. I don't have that yet. I've thought about it. I've thought about the dog mom sticker, but as of right now, it's just the no running thing. I got it. <laughs> I got you. Well, you know, this has been awesome tonight, and we love your music, and it's Bridesmaid, which is uh, on the radio now, the most recent single, and uh, 
I'm so glad that Jennifer was uh, like, she said, Skip, you got to listen to this. I, I kept saying, yeah, I'm going to get to it. I'll get to it. And because we do have a lot on our plate. Right. And, um, finally, I gave it a listen and she goes, well, you're going to add it mm -hmm. now? I go, no. <laughs> Good thing. So. That is awesome. I'm glad that you took the time to listen and I'm glad yeah, the big thing is I'm glad you liked it. No, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I do like it. And I think, you know, that's, it's something a little bit different from what we have on the radio. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's more female oriented. It's, you know, women are going to be able to relate to that. Yeah. And uh, so that, I, I think you're doing the right thing, which is, I was going to say really, really cool, but I thought. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look at you. That was three just on the last like two minutes. Oh, yeah. She started tallying you already. Uh, oh no! In her hand and everything. Look at this. Or got I got my pen. I got taking all kinds of notes here. You go ahead. <laughs> to improve. <laughs> Have you it's constructive uh, criticism? It's it, there yeah. you go. Have you ever been in the Northeast? You there? There you okay, are. Okay, there we are. Say that one more time. Have you ever been in the Northeast, like Syracuse, or up in anywhere up? No, the furthest I've been is Washington, D.C. I need to get a little bit more north in my life. No, that's all right. I mean, you just got to come at the right time. If, yeah. if when you're able to come to this area, you don't want to come like in January or February where we get the lake effect snow off the uh, Lake Ontario. But uh, Yes. I'll be like, what is this falling from the sky? <laughs> we don't get much of that down here in Louisiana. Oh, no. We get like a foot of snow in a matter of a, a few hours and our day still goes on like there's nothing happening. So It freezes and we're like, school's canceled. Yeah. Nobody drive. They Stay off the roads. I, I tell everybody this story. I was at the country radio seminar many years ago and uh, I was staying at the Hilton and I woke up in the morning. The radio was on and um, they're going through all these school closings. And I'm going, damn, it must have really like, wow. So I open up the <laughs> lines and I'm like, there's grass. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's like a scraper. A little, yes, exactly. Just a little bit of ice on the roads and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, everything's closed." No, yeah. can't like, do it. Are you kidding? But I guess it's only because they don't, you know, have so many trucks for the city, uh, yeah. you know, to take care of the roads and what have you. So we can drive through hurricanes, but do not let it snow outside. <laughs> that is so true. That's so true. Yeah. Every area has its element, right? Yes, yes it does. Yes. Now. Yes. Are you, is there a hurricane heading in your direction? So Hurricane Hannah was recent, right? Yeah, well, um, talking to Hannah right now. Yeah, she's a wild thing, I'll tell you. Um, but it actually turned more towards Texas. Now, okay. we've been getting a lot of the after effects. Um, yeah. It rained all day today. Ooh. So hmm. it was terrible. I was scared. Um, but... <laughs> I think it's actually starting to rain again. I kind of hear it coming down, which might be why the internet connection's doing what it is, but not, not that's all we've got right now. Uh-huh. Well, so what was the temperature there today? <laughs> it was cool. It was yeah. See, that's why I have this on, because it was raining, and it was only up to 80 degrees. Oh, wow. It was but that's just the rain. It was 93 here today and humid as heck. Y'all awesome. beat us. And then it's, you know, we get the storms when it gets that hot and humid, we get a storm that comes through and it cools it off and then it heats back up again. Then we get another storm. Something is what happened here. So. 
I was just checking the weather. We got a cool front, 82, 84 tomorrow. Man, it's springtime here in the South. You got to love it. Hannah, you've been awesome tonight. We're not going to keep you much longer. I just want to I want to say thank you for doing this, looking uh, uh-huh. up with us. And we're glad to have your song on the radio. And, uh, of course, Deb with the Country Music Fan Club. I'm sure, you know, she puts a lot of shows together. And she's both in Nashville and also in the Northeast. Um that's how that's how we got to know each other because I was the radio guy at one time and she was like lost at the uh, country radio seminar and <laughs> you yeah, that's me. easy to do. I've been to CRS a few times. You can get lost easily there amongst all the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, thousands of people. Yes. That, was that was a lot of years ago and it's changed yeah. so much. And I, I even wonder what they're gonna do in the spring. I I don't know. I heard a rumor they were pushing it back because of everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um or is going on. I yeah. don't know. Now I kind of wonder if they'll have it at all. So we'll just have to wait and see how all that goes down. Yeah. Well, maybe. I I usually do frequent the CRS. So maybe if it does happen and you guys are going, we will meet up. (laughs) We will. (laughs) Have a party of some sort. (laughs) Sounds good. I do appreciate y'all so much for taking the time to have me on the show and for playing my music. It means more than you know to me. So I'm very honored. Thank you. Let's talk about what is your website? My website is hannah-bell.com. That's Hannah with an H, Bell with an E, like the Disney princess. Mm-hmm. And it does have the little dash in between the, the words for the website. Um, it has all of my links to my socials there. But if you just Google Hannah Bell, you'll find me mm-hmm. I'm on the Facebook and the Instagram uh, and all those those places. And that's where I do all my socializing. So, And, and do you have merchandise? Do you have merch? I do. I have a couple t-shirts, some koozies, because you got to have a koozie. Um, we did have these really foam dome hats. I think we sold out of those, thank goodness, because they were not cute. <laughs> and of course, CDs and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, you can find all that on my website. The reason I ask that, and I do this with every artist, is that, you know, right now with everything that's going on, of course, you're lucky enough to have another gig, but um, there's a lot that don't. And yeah. I think, but you know, if you could support the artist, go online, get some merch, you know, you're supporting the artist. So yeah. if you're watching this or listening to this, just go to hannah-bell.com, correct? Correct. And uh, check out the merch that she's got and make sure you support her. It kind of helps. Yeah. And I'd love to send y'all some merch. So y'all send me your addresses so I can send y'all some stuff up there. All right. Well, when we click off, just stay right where you are and we'll give you all that info. But that uh, sounds good. Again, go out, check out the single. It's called Bridesmaid. It's available now. You can go to the website, hannah-bell.com, mm-hmm. download all the music or get the music, purchase the music, I, just about anywhere that you get your music from. Uh, everything's online now. It's all about being social. And yep. everything's right there in front of you. So, And also, don't forget to, the Country Music Fan Club. Deb, your website and your Facebook is? Just go to our Facebook page, the Country Music Fan Club, or just Country Music Fan Club, and like us. You'll get all your information there. We're updating our website, so right now everything's on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I got a great social media team there. It's awesome what she does. She's got a team. I just me, but the work they do is just unbelievable. So mm-hmm. gotta love it. Thank you. Deb's got those people working with her. And of course I'm Skip Clark and this is Skip Happens. And please subscribe to the podcast and you'll see the new artists as they come out and we get them on. Even some of the well-established artists. We've talked to Pam Tillis. We had Martina McBride on last week. We had uh, some of the big artists. So it's just, I think it's. It's the place to be. Really, really cool. 
He was hesitating. He was hesitating. He I caught himself. He caught I himself. was thinking, how am I going to get out of this? I filled in. I filled in. She good. tried to help you. I yeah. sabotaged you. I took you down. He was, he was, it was right on the tip of his tongue. Well, oh, man. Really, really cool night. So It was. <laughs> how many does that make, Deb? I we're up to six right now. Okay. Just good. in the last 10 minutes or so. Okay. <laughs> Hannah, you're awesome. God bless you. We love you. We love your music. And we love what you're doing. And hopefully, you know, we will get you some new fans. I always say it's like one fan at a time. Yeah, one it is. So. And that one fan gets you to another fan. And it goes on from there. It takes but up. thanks. Yep. I love y'all, too. Right back uh, in. <laughs> hey, wear your mask when you go out. We don't want anything to happen to you. Don't you worry. Got that. Or even little dogs. Yeah, mm -hmm. I need masks for them. <laughs> Do you have masks for this? I don't, but I just thought they would look super cute, wouldn't they? <laughs> you got a Hannah Bell mask. Think about uh, it. merch items. There yeah, we go, Skip. No. And that stuff is so hot right now. But yes. not many people doing it. But if you got fans, they would definitely. I'm just saying. Okay, never mind. Mm. Okay. I think that would be a really good thing to do. I think you're right. Okay. Good idea. All right. Hannah, we love you. And uh, we'll okay. talk to you real soon. Stay right there. And uh, Deb? Yeah. Talk to you in a little bit. Yeah. Peace out, Bye, guys. Thanks, Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>